hello there and welcome to Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. I'm Debbie Giorgiani with Jerry Usher, but he will be here tomorrow. You have me today and I need you to call in and share. This is going to be a lovely show where we honor those fine folks that helped us get introduced to God, to create those first memories of God. So that's what we're talking about today on Take Two. I need the Take Two family to show up strong. Matt Kabinsky's answering the calls right now. And uh, just let's really honor that person or that member of clergy or that teacher or parent or grandparent or neighbor or friend that created a memory of God for you. That special person we can honor today. What a glorious time to do it at the beginning, the start of a new year. Please, you do not have to be Catholic to call in. Just dial this number, 833-288-3986. And like I said, Jerry will be back tomorrow. You have me today, and I have you, and I need you. So please call in. Let's honor that person. Or maybe it's a group of people, you know, a a Bible group or something like that that you joined, and, you know, you weren't sure what you were going to expect, and wow, they just, you know, it was so... Uh, impactful for you and it stayed with you. And let's honor them or a a particular uh, group that you belong to. Or how about uh, even some a group of friends that you get together with and you just socialize with. But then before you know it, it turns into something about God. And you're like, wow, this is so cool. Let's honor them. So many times, it's it, it, oftentimes it's teachers that have the first impact. Um, so maybe it's a teacher. You went to Catholic school and you'd like to talk about um, that wonderful teacher. They could be uh, still with us or they could have passed. I have the prayer book out, so we'll honor everyone. We, we honor the living and the deceased So in, a, in the Take Two prayer book. Also want to do a big um, shout out to our wonderful... Um, take to a priest that we just absolutely, absolutely love. And he is so amazing. He takes the take two family prayer intentions with him to mass all the time. Father John Gunningham, um, he's turning 75 soon. And I put it on Facebook. And so many of the take two family members uh, jumped in and wished him a happy birthday. So Father John, if you're listening right now, happy birthday, you do not look 75. And you're so wonderful. And thank you for taking all the take two family intentions uh, to mass to prayer to adoration when you pray the rosary. So it's wonderful to honor our priests. And that's what I'm going to be doing uh, later on in the show, because that uh, my uncle, my late uncle, Father Sylvester Lavolsi, my mom's oldest brother, uh, he was the one that had the first, I believe, I, the first, um, he was the person that stepped in and created the first memory of God for me. Uh, my mom, I would say definitely, but you know, <laughs> our moms are always around, right? They're always taking care of us and everything. So sometimes we forget you know, what, what oftentimes when they step in and they, and they do something pretty incredible, we just kind of expect that because there are, you know, there are moms, right? But my uncle, uh, the priest, he was just phenomenal. He was the mentor for Father Benedict Groeschel, um, an incredible priest. He was always at our home and he took, um, such great care of us when my mom had to do things. He would, 
take us on um, day trips to various places, and we'd learn and grow about the faith all the time. He always spoke so freely about the faith, and I would say he created the first memory of God for me in that the excitement about talking about the faith. And I do have to mention my mom's sister, who's still with us. She's a Dominican sister in Caldwell, New Jersey, uh, Sister Carmel Lavolsi, and uh, she's the other one who loved talking about Scripture. So I had that the bookends of that in when I was growing up. And can you imagine as a little kid, it creates some pretty profound memories that stay with you. How about you, Take-Two family? You know, let's really think for a moment, who are those people we can honor today on a worldwide uh, platform? All you have to do is call this number, 833-288-3986. You'll speak to Matt Kabinsky. And then um, he will chat with you for a few minutes, put you on hold, you'll get to listen live, and then you'll get to honor that person um, or the group of people that really um, uh, created those memories for you, the first memories of God for you. Maybe it wasn't so good. Let's face it. Uh, sometimes people had some pretty um, difficult situations in Catholic school, elementary school. And and I know I know a person. I have a dear friend. He's wonderful. Um, I worked with him at the at the parish level, and he was telling me a story about being in first and second grade, and it was pretty tough. And it wasn't such a good. Uh, understanding of God's love. And so maybe on the flip side of this, maybe we can talk about that as well. That's what we always do on take two. So just so you know, we always talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. That's the way we roll here on take two. Ace McKay is our producer. He's doing a fine job. Hopefully you can hear me in, in a crystal clear fashion. Also, Michael McCall's on social media. I'm waving to everybody there. You got your chats going. Leave your comments there, and I will slip them into the discussion. Like I said, Jerry will be back tomorrow, but I really need you to fill up the rest of the phone lines and honor that person that created a, the very first memory of God for you. Okay? Think about it for a moment. Don't take too long to call in because this hour goes by so quickly. I wish I could just slow down time just for this one particular hour for take two, but I can't. I've been praying for that for many years. 833-288-3986. That is the number to call. This is your show, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And like we always say, and you, you're the important person. You're the one who has this open platform so you can share with the world what's on your mind or heart and what's really important to you. We talk about it. That's what it's all about. 833-288-3986. Please call in and share that person who created the first memory of God for you. That's what we're talking about today on Take Two. Uh, keep in mind uh, that today's saint of the day is Saint Angela of Foligno, and outside, right outside of Assisi in Italy. And Saint Angela, pretty amazing saint. You should read about um, about her. And um, we always are going to start adding the saint of the day as at, when we close the show to have that particular saint pray for the whole Take Two family intentions. Um, a lot of priests in their homilies at the start of the year, they're talking about this idea of the communion of saints and bringing in more of the saints to help us because this world is getting really, really difficult to navigate. So we'll be leaning today on St. Angela of Foligno um, at the end of the show. But there are two open phone lines. If you feel the prompting of the spirit, call in. 
Honor that person who created a memory of God for you at 833-288-3986. I'm asking the question today, if you can call in and honor that person, who is that person that created a memory of God for you? Good, bad, not so good, you know, somewhere in between, you know, whatever. We Let's talk about it. Whatever works for you, we're going to talk about because you are the most important person on take two. So always remember that. Never forget that. But you got to call in because we can't just read your mind. 833-288-3986. Honor that person today who created the memory for you. I, I honored my mom. And, you know, I... I, I sh- really need to mention my dad. Okay, my dad. My mom and my and my uncle and my aunt, um, just amazing. A Dominican sister and um, a diocesan priest. And uh, my, my uncle was a Marian priest, very, very devoted to the Blessed Mother, to the point where he created a whole entire sanctuary in Branchville, New Jersey, dedicated to Our Lady and St. Joseph. I mean, incredible. So that's pretty cool. Before we get to the phones, I wanted to share uh, with our listeners the most holy name of Jesus. January is the month dedicated to the most holy name of Jesus. And Jesus is a prayer, folks. So always keep that in mind. Join us in this devotion to the most holy holy name of Jesus with books, rosaries, devotional candles, litanies, and statues available at my favorite place, EWTNRC.com. It is my favorite place. I have to tell you that. Okay. we got a lot of social media coming in. I will get to that, but let's get to the phones. And um, Janet, Janet is a first time caller from Wanaka, New York, listening on the station. Oh, Wanaka. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was close. Let me say that again. Wanaka. I love that. Uh, listening you on the Station it. of the Cross. Thank you, Janet, for calling and being a first-time caller. Take it away. Yay. Well, thank you for taking my call. I love the show. I love listening to uh, to this station. Um, my, I think the earliest devotion that was instilled upon me were from both of my parents. <clears throat> we have, I'm sorry. We have a number of religious in our family, sisters and priests, and um, my mother and was my mother actually and her sister and my sister and I went to the same um, high school, which was taught by Felicia nuns. And they were really wonderful and caring and funny and fun women. And that was, but that was in teen years. That was a little later on. My dad had been studying way before he met my mom, had been studying um, to be a brother. And he was actually uh, in the brotherhood for a number of years. I don't know why he left. But he did, but he brought that passion and love of the Lord and of God and of creation and how it manifests itself in every moment, every second of life, and how creation is constantly being renewed in nature. And he taught, excuse me, he taught how to find God in each other, to find God in ourselves and to look out and find God in each other. He said, nothing human and 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 good is repulsive to God. So never be afraid of doing kindness to people who are less fortunate than you. Never be afraid of, of, of anyone or anything that needs your help. It was a really wonderful, soft view of religion, and it inspired us daily. In fact, when we come home, when we came home from Mass on Sundays, uh, we would sit around the breakfast table. Mom would make, make breakfast, and we would talk about, on the ride or the walk home, we would talk about what we'd heard about in church. 
and we would talk about just different aspects of God, and it was very cool. My dad had a very soft and sweet and wonderful way of of explaining God and and how He's alive in everything. It was never, well, just listen and do it because we told you, or it's not, it it was never a, well, I don't know, just just shut up and do it. Um, it, It was always very, they listened to our questions, they answered, and we prayed together all the time, and it was wonderful. And it's manifested itself to here I am years later. I've become the, the children's minister in my church, so I get to share that with more generations and more children and get them excited, too. Wow. Okay, so a couple questions. Is your dad still with us, or did he go to meet the Lord? He is in his heavenly reward, and so oh. is my mom. Oh, do you want to put their first names in the book? I have the prayer book out, out Janet. Oh, that would be wonderful. That's mm-hmm. John and Ruth. John and Ruth. Okay, so now, did I hear you correctly that you said your your dad, John, he went to some kind of seminary for, formation or some kind of formation? Yeah, he was he was studying to become a brother. I a don't brother. know okay. what order. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. So he, okay, so he discerned out of that vocation. He obviously got married, started a family. But what the beauty of that I I love is I think that when people, um, when when men entertain um, a vocation in in religious, some type of religious life, and then they go on to get married and start a family. They they never stop that. They, it's not like they close one door and open another door. They bring that into their life, and, and their audience, if you will, becomes their family, which is so beautiful. It sounds like your dad really and truly lived it. He did. He really did. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, and I think your observation is absolutely correct. It's something we, we tend to, we, we want to be led by, by, we want to have strong male leaders, but the truth of the matter is most of the time we're being taught, we're women who are teaching our children, and we're women that are uplifting other women, and it's so wonderful to have men in the community who have a strong faith and who are loving and mm-hmm. kind about it, and who, just as you observed, live it through everyday life. Yeah. Well, I've always said this, Janet, I know you're a first time caller, but I hope you call again. I've always said this, I think the most attractive thing from a spiritual sense is when, when we see men on their knees praying the rosary. How do you feel about that? I agree 100%. You know, there's so many people that go through life saying that they, well, we can't tell, but, 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 but claiming to have a relationship with God, but I think that the most telling thing is whether you're willing to humble yourself before God. That's right. And having a man on his knees saying that incredibly powerful and incredibly touching devotion to our Blessed Mother, Our Lady, mm-hmm. is such a strong—those are strong men. Those are warriors. Warriors, yes. And it sounds like John definitely was a warrior. And I'm sure Ruth, your mom, beautiful family. Wow, you are blessed. Okay, let's see if I remembered from from just a few minutes ago. From Wanaka, New York. Did I get that correct? You got it. Gold star today. Yay! (laughs) I love it, Janet. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Please call us again. That was a great call to get us started with this conversation on who really impacted you with the first memory of God. Let's talk about it. Anna Marie on YouTube. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waving, but I'm I'm waiting for a phone call to come in because Janet just freed up a line. So you can call this number 833-288-3986. 
but I'm waving to Anna Marie on YouTube. It says, well, that's my father. So another dad, this is amazing, uh, teaching us grace before meals, taking all his children to church every Sunday, teaching us the commandments and corrected us when we tried not to follow them and knowing he went to seminary school for a while. And it says, I knew how important God was to him, which made me pay attention. Same, similar situation to Janet's. Okay, men, are you listening right now? This is so important. Look at, look how this is having an impact on your children, which grow into adult children and they carry it on with them. That is amazing. Thank you, Anna Marie. Thank you, Janet. Um, we have an open phone line for you if you'd like to honor someone um, who left a memory for you about God. 833-288-3986. I love this show. I could do this every single day because I think this is so important. Okay, Laura is up next from Connecticut, listening on Alexa. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Go right ahead. Um, I just wanted to mention my grandmother, who unfortunately has passed almost five years ago. It'll be her anniversary in a couple of weeks. Um, she was just absolutely wonderful and so faithful. Uh, growing up, she lived in Calabria, Italy, and she was the oldest of eight kids. She would often sneak out of her house and actually go to a local convent to help the nuns, um, anything they needed in church. They had an orphanage there. She would help cook and feed the children. Um, she would help just anything that the nuns needed. And she actually wanted to be a nun. But unfortunately, well, maybe fortunately, her grand, her parents stopped her and refused for her to become a nun. So eventually she got married. And, and thankfully, here I am. Most that would have never happened. Um, but she had such a strong, beautiful faith. She was just so devoted to so many things like St. Lucia, Padre Pio. Uh, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Anthony. Um, but she almost had like a personal relationship with them when she would talk about them. It was just so near and dear to her heart as if she knew them personally. And it was such a beautiful thing. In every room of her home, she always had crucifix hanging or pictures or statues of saints or Jesus or Mother Mary. Um, and I think growing up, you know, nowadays so many people unfortunately leave the church and they're not raising their children as Catholics anymore. But for grandparents out there who are listening, if they can just, you know, talk about God and, and our religion and how beautiful it is, they maybe be surprised what seeds they can plant. And later on, maybe, you know, their children or grandchildren will come back to the faith because mm -hmm. it's, it is a beautiful thing. Um, can you give us your grandmother's first name? Yes, Rosaria. Rosaria, beautiful. Um, I put her in the book. How wonderful is that? I love that you said she felt so close to these incredible saints. See, this is exactly what um, a lot of priests now are coming out for 2024 in their homilies, and they're saying we're, we're not um, enlisting the, the communion of saints enough. We're not doing it. But it sounds like your grandmother did, and she lived it, and they were friends, and they helped her. And that rich faith was passed on to you, Laura. You're blessed, absolutely blessed with your grandmother. I agree with you. I think grandparents can make a huge impact. 
um, with the formation of their um, kids and grandkids. And I think we, we, I, I think we live in a world, this is my personal opinion. We live in a world, well, it's not, you know, it's pretty much out there um, that the world's telling us, be quiet, you know, sit down, don't say anything, but we need to speak. We need to share it. We need to come from our hearts, soul to soul. And it sounds like your grandmother did that. And look, look what it, it has done for you. I love it, Laura. You're, you're amazing. Thank you for honoring your grandmother today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love your show. Thank you for all that you're doing. Oh, thank you. We love you too. Thank you, Laura. Timoteo says the priest who came from the um, uh, next county on a motorcycle to minister to my bedridden grandmother in the late 1960s. Wow. So the, there was a priest that came from the county next to where they lived, went to uh, grandmother's side, Timoteo's grandmother in the late 1960s, left an imp- impact for Timoteo and his family. I love that. Okay, let's go. Oh, I just want to do a quick... Um, invitation to Vicki. Vicki, you were on one of the lines. Um, please call back. Matt Kabinsky said to uh, make sure we invite you to call back. So somehow you might have gotten dropped or disconnected. So call back. Okay, we will go to Vivian in Plano, Texas on our friends at Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Vivian. Welcome. Hi there. Hi there. Very happy New Year to you and Jerry and uh Sorry, he's not there today. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New yes. Year to you as anyway, well. I'm not just gonna um. Men- I have two people, two people in my you know that have really showed me what God is. Memory. My dad, you know, uh, I grew I grew up born raised Catholic. Um, you can tell from my accent. I'm from Nigeria. We have so many Nigerian priests here in America. Anyway, um, so because of the Catholic faith, my dad, you know. They we always go to mass and um, church. Then he sent me to a Catholic boarding school. You know, in Nigeria, then we have few Catholic boys boarding school and girls boarding school. I went. They sent me to another state to attend um, high school boarding school. Mm-hmm. And most of these principals were from Ireland, the Irish nuns. Sister Raphael was our principal, and. The impact they gave us, you no, know, there and all the training, you no, know, and you know, just little things, you no, know, uh, how to just live by God's way. And right. I was telling the uh, producer, you know, even just yesterday here, I'm a mom now of three adult kids and grandparents. That the impact um, Sister Raphael gave me then, like for example, when. They say when we go on back on holidays to so our parents, always do this. Help your the elderly. They focus on the elderly, and mm-hmm. this is what I see that is lacking and in our generation today. Our children, uh, kids need to really help the elderly. I went to the laundromat yesterday. My my washer broke in the house, so I went there to do my laundry. I saw this elderly woman coming with her clothes. She couldn't even see. She was breathing funny. I had to leave what I was doing to help her put her clothes in the washer. You know, she didn't know how to turn on the washer. Those are some of the things my principal taught me in Catholic boarding school. Just helping the elderly. The sure. elderly are the big folks of advocating for the elderly. You know, that is what they taught me, Sister Russell, Sister Joseph. 
Man, David, but David, you mean <laughs> discipline? Well, yeah, well, yeah. But those yeah. are the good memories, you know. Yeah. And then my parents who who believe in their faith to say, listen, you know, I'm going to send my daughter to a Catholic public school. Mm-hmm. So I thank Dad for that. I thank my parents for that. And my my friends all about the country today. We have friends who graduated from. Uh, it, it was called Our Lady of Laws Catholic Girls Body School. Right. Now right. we all come together to do things for that school. We sure. we donate, we help the school, we help the students of the school. Right. Now. Well, but Vivian, here's the thing. You're you're honoring this school, your Catholic school, your your parents. Absolutely. I mean, you're all heart, Vivian. You're amazing. Okay, and it, and it shows, and it's a beautiful formation that you received. Way to go. Thank you so much for sharing with us. When we come back, more of your calls about the impact that folks have left on you about God. We're honoring those special people that made um, an impact in our lives spiritually, to created those first memories of God for us. And I think you guys on Take Two, uh, the family, you guys are doing a great job. As always, Suzanne on Facebook, I'm waving to you. Suzanne says, my family instilled in me a deep love for God and to place worship of God at the center of my life from my tender from my tender beginnings. Sundays were so amazing at our, at our house. My grandfather and my mother were both Sunday school teachers. We attended church together, a, a very high Methodist church, and after church would gather at my grandparents' house for lunch. The discussion at the table was about the classes they taught and about the worship service. Then the rest of the Sunday was relaxing, visiting with neighbors and watching the wonderful world of Disney. Those days were the best and helped prepare me for falling in love with our Holy Mother Church, the Catholic Church. Wow, that just moved me. That moved me with emotion. Suzanne, that's amazing. And you know, what's interesting about Suzanne's um, family and and her upbringing that's exactly how it was in my house as well with same thing on sundays you, you see um you know the religious discussion was so rich and fun sometimes it got a little heated actually a little bit of debates going on but it was fun it was exciting and it brought god it brought god into the center of the home in a, in a, in a real way that we could all respond and and engage and interact. I loved it. And I agree with you, Suzanne. I, I love those days. I wish I could go back to those days. Okay, um, we do have one open phone line. Someone just dropped off by maybe by accident. You can call back. But here's the number. You got to hurry if you want to honor that special person who created the memory of God for you. 833-288-3986. And we'll go to Colleen. And Colleen's in Rochester, New York on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hi, Colleen. Welcome. Hi. Hi, thank you. Um, this is kind of unusual that this is the question you asked for today because I was just talking about a person who made a huge difference in my life this morning. So wow. when I was in high school 40 years ago, I had gotten in a little bit of trouble my senior year, and I went to an all-girls Catholic school, um, and certainly the nuns made a big difference for me, but my parents took me to a Jesuit priest, Father Frederick Reiser, and he changed my life. He agreed to be a, sort of a foster father for me on earth, 
and he stayed with me and mentored me throughout my life until he passed away in 2002. And Mm -hmm. I was just talking about him this morning. So things he taught me when I was 18 years old, I at 58 now, I think of the lessons he taught me, and he was just so, he was one of the most important people in my life. Wow. Did you go to his funeral? I'm just curious. You know, I did not because I did not know that he had passed. Mm. Um, And my mother had ended up telling me that he had passed away. And by the time he passed, I had three little kids. Um, But he, I was in a disastrous first marriage. He helped me get an annulment. He, He really got the annulment for me. He forewarned me before I got married that wow. it was a bad idea and it was not going to work. Mm-hmm. He he was very firm on that, and he just taught me so much about God and my faith, and he, he was just amazing, just mm-hmm. a very good person. Sounds like a wonderful priest, and, and I'm sure you probably lean on him as, as an intercessor for you, right? I do, yes, yeah. I do. And I, since as an, you know, an adult, I've gone for counseling, and there's, one counselor that I've met who um, who uses phrases that I remember him using 40 years ago. So wow. it's just, yeah, he just really made a big difference in my life. That is beautiful. One more time, Father Frederick, his last name? Father Frederick Reiser. He was at Canisius High School in Buffalo, New York. Beautiful. I put him in the book because we, as the Take Two family, will honor him as well, um, Colleen, because he he meant the world to you, and that's important. But but for our priests, you know, many times our priests they step in like that, and when they do, it's it's spiritually life changing. And you you demonstrated that with your story, Colleen. And I, I I just that's why I always say, you know, when you when you find a wonderful priest or deacon or religious sister, please thank them, pray for them, you know, care for them in, in so many ways because they're they're pretty unique. And God, it sometimes like you feel like God just placed them down here for, a, you know, a special reason. Would you say that about Father? Yes, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so very much. It sounds like your life is is going well, and we love that. So keep in touch. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Happy New Year. Thank you. Wow, that was a great call. I love honoring. I mean, I wish Jerry was here because he loves that too about honoring clergy. We, it's so important. I, I agree. I mean, I, let's face it. I'll be really honest with you, though. I went to Catholic school. There were some cranky um, nuns and priests. I mean, they were. They they had some of them. They just were over kind of may, maybe overworked or had some pressure, and so they got a little. You know, they had didn't have much patience. But for the most part, the nuns and priests that I went at St. Aloysius in Caldwell, New Jersey, same place that Father Benedict Rochelle, by the way, went to many years before me, um, but um, they were, it was great. It was a great experience. And I agree with Colleen, you know, when, when priests step in, I had a wonderful priest um, that stepped in when I was in uh, eighth grade. And I agree with Colleen. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a game changer, a life game changer, because you could go, you know, so many times you don't know who to believe or who to trust or who to go to for that wisdom. You don't really maybe want to go to your parents and, and, and when the priests and nuns step in, it's, it's fabulous. Okay. Let's hear what Deborah has to say. Deborah's in big rapids, Michigan on EWTN.com. Hi, Deborah. 
Good morning, Debbie. I figured I'd be Deborah today since you're Debbie. <laughs> I'm a Deborah too, but I, I I love it. I'm starting to like the name Deborah. Do you like the name Deborah? When I was young, I was Debbie. But when I went into my career, they told me I would get more respect if they called me Deborah. <gasps> and now that I'm retired, I'm Debbie again. Wow. <laughs> you know what? I need to do that then. I need more respect. I think I'm going to switch to Deborah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my, go ahead. Go right my ahead. My occurred in New York City about five years ago. It's just a moment that stayed with me. I was a prayer pilgrim, and I was at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and it was a strong, young, uniformed New York City policeman that came in, lit a votive candle, and knelt and said a prayer in front of Our Lady of Lourdes. Um, I thought that was lovely. It stayed with me. Wow. So it was NYPD a, um, a male police a police officer? Male? Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. So um, he went into St. Patrick's Cathedral, lit a candle, Correct. he knelt a and, candle and said and- a prayer. In front of a statue of Our Lady of Lourdes. Yeah, powerful, 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 powerful. And it stayed with you. So you probably can close your eyes and see that that officer do it again in, in your in your mind, right? If I can. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Deborah, here's the thing that gets me. It, when I say this, it's it's a very powerful gesture. It's a very powerful demonstration of faith, right? But it's a simple way to express that we believe. And yet I don't understand why so many people are hesitant to do that. I, I wish more people would express their faith freely because it can help another soul like it did for you. Same with me. I've seen it so many times. When I go into church and I see uh, men, and I especially, oh, Deborah, when I see like a teenager go up and light a candle and they and they will step back and they'll kneel or they'll they'll lower their head and pray for a little bit. Oh my goodness, I start crying. Do you does that ever happen to you? Absolutely. I live mm-hmm. in a college town, Ferris State University. So uh, we have a Newman Center here. Yeah. They're very active young college kids. I also like seeing young families in church and good parents. <laughs> I yeah. love seeing that. Me too. Me too, Deborah. Okay, my sister, thank you so much. Have a wonderful uh, uh, new year, uh, 2024. We're, we, everybody's got to dream big, and we're, and we're focusing on the divine mercy messages. So Jesus, we trust in you. That was a great call from Deborah. Okay, um, let's go to Vicki. Vicki, call back. Hey, Vicki, you listened to me. Thank you so much from Jacksonville, Florida on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, Vicki. Hello there. How are you? I am great. I'm loving this conversation. We need more of this because I don't think I don't think we talk about this enough. What do you think? Oh, I agree. This is um, powerful stuff, and mine um, come from little nuggets planted long ago. I um, I was not baptized until I was 65 years old and joined the Catholic Church. Wow! But when I was a little girl, my two grandmothers planted little seeds that took a long time to bloom completely, but they never left me. And the first was from my grandmother that actually had a fair amount of mental illness and drinking problem, but she taught me via con Dios, go with God. Mm -hmm. And that always stuck with me. And I, I don't even know how old I was at the time, but I was just a little girl. And my other grandmother wore on her watch a little token. It was a clear 
heart-shaped um, little token pendant that had a mustard seed in it. Mm-hmm. And she taught me about the mustard seed and how little things can grow into big things. And that's exactly what that watch did for me. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's amazing. What a beautiful, what a what amazing family. What a beautiful family. And then also, um, let me ask you this question. Did you want to add any more names in the book? Because I was writing as you were speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, both of my grandmothers. One is, her name is Jewel. Jewel, okay. And the other is Leela. Leela, beautiful. Wow. And then did we add, so we added your dad, as is your dad as well? Um, his name is Larry. Larry, okay. And mom? Shirley. Shirley, okay. I added your whole family. Okay. Um, wow, this is so, you know, this is so interesting. As you're speaking, I'm thinking about this as a religious education. Many times in it, I don't know if you you are familiar with the religious education um, method, uh, catechesis of the Good Shepherd. And it, so many times that the phrases, you know, it's, it's a teaching on the parables and, but the phrases stick with the young children at a very early age. And as they go on, they've done, they've kind of tracked, um, these children that have gone through the program, religious education program, this formation program, they, um, have said that the, the same thing, it's the same kind of thing, Vicki, where these phrases or messages, like you said, you know, go, go with God, this idea of, the, it, it just, it imprints something inside of the person's soul. And it sounds like that, that did that for you. And I love that because when you talk to other people that, that weren't um, exposed to that, right. They'll say things like, well, we never talked about God. Nobody ever said anything. Nobody ever, you know, was always very quiet about it. And, and, and I, and I think how unfortunate because it's such an, kids are, they're sponges and it just stays with them. So I'm hearing that in, with your situation. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And just that you, you never know, um, it, how big your message will be. Um, and who it will come from. My one grandmother, like I said, she had a lot of issues and problems, but um, through God, she gave me a little kernel that stayed with me my whole life. Yeah. And um, actually, I think we're all blessed living in America that we have. I did grow up in a Judeo-Christian society, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I wasn't um, completely cut off from religion, but it, there wasn't a lot in my household, but my, my parents were very... Um, virtuous and good people, but they just had not been exposed to that that much. But right. so um, I've been blessed in so many ways. Most of my friends through school happened to be Catholic. Mm-hmm. My my first job as a nurse was at a Catholic hospital, and um, it's the first time I ever interacted with clergy and realized, oh my, they're human beings. They have yeah. sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, 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 the, yeah, that's true. You're a nurse. That's awesome. I love nurses. You know that. You probably, oh, if you've thanks. listened yes. to the show. Yes. Yes, I have listened to your show. Yeah. You guys are going to get special places in heaven. Absolutely. Um, but you know, Vicki, I added, so I added your parents, I added your your grandparents, I added your whole family um, in the book. And the reason being is because you started off saying, and I think you said it again about a nugget, but that those nuggets are huge. The mustard seed is little, but huge. And that's that's the beauty of it. And that's God. And I, so I love what you're saying. I, I, I could talk to you forever. 
forever. I wish we had more time, but definitely thank you for calling back and thank you for sharing um, with us today. That was very, very important to hear that. Um, and Vivian called back and wanted to add her dad in the book. We put her dad, uh, both his first and middle name and Greg is in the book. Uh, Vivian, I put your whole family in the book. So if you're listening, everybody's in the book. And we've been praying round the clock starting um, 2024. We just are really taking it on big time with prayer. I wanted to share before we get back to the phones, Mother Angelica Live Classics, Tuesday night, 8 Eastern on EWTN TV and radio. EWTN's foundress, Mother Angelica, shares her timeless wit and wisdom. Check it out, folks. It's amazing. Violet, we've got all these today. This is this is so cool. Violet, first time caller in New Brunswick, uh, Canada. EWTN uh, app is the way Violet is listening. Hello and welcome and Happy New Year. Hi, Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. Thank you for being a first time caller. So take it away. Who impacted you? Of course, yeah. I um, Unfortunately, I don't know her name. I met her when I was about five or six, right after my parents had gotten divorced at a garage sale. They didn't get divorced at a garage sale, but I didn't matter. Um, and she spoke to me about Jesus, just that God loves you, Christ is there. Uh, I remember taking that message home, and my parents, both of them, um, were very atheists, and so I remember my parents being a little bit upset that this woman was kind of like evangelizing. Um, but it planted the seed, and a few years later, um, about, I think I was around 18 or 19, I completed RCIA, and she was actually at the Easter Vigil where I got baptized. And all through my life, like, I lived in not a big town for Canada, so it was about 90,000 people, and I would run into her from time to time from the ages of 5 until 18, and she would just say, God loves you, and reach out. Sometimes she would bring things to me. I don't know how she found me again and again in such a big town. Um, and then she was at my baptism, which was beautiful. I unfortunately, because I was a kid, I never got her name, but that was just so special and important to me. And mm-hmm. being able to think that she was at my baptism was so special. I didn't even realize, oh my gosh, until I heard your program today. So, wow. Okay. So let me get this straight, Violet. You, you do not know her name. You didn't have a deep relationship with this, with this woman. She was kind of around you at, at the, at the parish or community level. Right. And, but she would constantly say, God loves you. Something like that. Like I remember her very distinct, a lot of my memories of my childhood are very blurry, but I remember her just reiterating that there is love within the church and that being such a strong once, once I saw her there and then once I heard your program, it just kind of all clicked together that that's yeah. the message that she carried for me for so long. Okay. So again, going back to the previous caller, you were on hold. So you probably heard um, Vicki, right, from Florida, uh, the wonderful nurse that called in. Same thing, right, with this nugget of of kernel of God truth, right, with the mustard seed. This this lady that you, you didn't really even have a first name basis with, okay, saying God loves you, but stayed it stayed with you. And then when you were baptized, you were brought into the church. She happened to be there. Uh, honestly, you know, in a strange sort of way, um, Violet, have you ever thought that possibly it could have been an angel? Yeah, I've, I've wondered that that in the last few minutes, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's... It was so special and so unique. I don't think I've had anything like that before. Because like I said, like it was a big town. There's no way that a woman should have just kind of been on the periphery for me, kind of cheering me on to join the church. But there she was. 
That's exactly right. You are so blessed. That's amazing. What a great, great journey you've been on and great story. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Now, you were a first-time caller, but you got to call us again, okay? I will. I think a big thanks to her. So whatever her name is, maybe she's listening. Who knows? But well, that yeah. woman... And God, and God knows, God knows, right? So that's the beauty of it. So somehow I, we believe that, that she'll be touched in some way. So that's a wonderful thing. And you're right. If she's listening, you just made her probably her whole year. So way to go. Thank you, Violet. We appreciate it. Okay, let's get to uh, Giovanna um, in Cleveland, Ohio on Sirius XM 130. Hi, Giovanna. Welcome. Hi, Debbie. How are you? I am great. I'm loving this conversation. Happy New Year. Good, good. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I love the conversation that we're having today. Um, and what struck me was the fact that uh, your earlier callers talked about their fathers. And um, it just got me. I had to call you because my father was very instrumental for me. Um, in my belief and in my growing up um, and believing in God, because um, my, I just have to back up a little bit. My parents were much older um, Mm -hmm. when they had me. It was my father's second marriage, my mother's first. So they were, I mean, to the point where I'm, I'm surprised I'm here. Let's put it that way. Um, so they were, as I said, they were older and I did have a half sister and who was also much older. And, um, as when I came into the world, as I was growing up, the one person who used to take me to church all the time was my dad. And he, before he had his first marriage, he was also going to be a brother. And then his father passed away, and he ended up having to take care of the family. And he was from Italy, and um, in those days it was very difficult. But then, you know, he left, and he got married. And um, I don't know that things were the same for him. Mm -hmm. But when I came along, I know that uh, he used to take me to church all the time, from the time before I even started school. And I don't ever remember him not saying the rosary. He was a very quiet man, and when he would take me to church, he would explain some things, but he would just let me take it all in, just take it all in. And to the point where I grew up wanting to know more and asking why, and as an adult, I received my degrees, my BA and my master's degree in theology. And um, I was an educator, and I still am an educator um, in theology. And um, he was so instrumental that, um, as I said, I you know, actions speak, do speak louder than words, yeah. because, as I said, I never saw him not say the rosary. Um, He was very quiet, didn't talk very much, but um, he always went to church. Mm -hmm. Um, My mom did too, but not, not as much. Right. And of course my sister, if I, when my father passed, my sister took over and I used to go with her when I was very young. Mm -hmm. So I always, I grew up in our home with this love for God and wanting to know more. And it transitioned from theology to art. 
So now I'm doing art and theology as well. And that's due to a pastor who opened up a whole different world. And that's a whole other call. Yeah, yeah but uh, Giovanna, see what it did? It, 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 you took it in, absorbed it, like the sponge that we're talking about when we were all children, we, we soak it all in. And then you went on um, and you took it in, in your ministry work, in your vocation and what you did um, to contribute to this world. So parents, grandparents, teachers, it, they make an impact. We have to face it, whether it's good or not so good, they make an impact. And you're sharing that today. But Giovanna, can you give us the names of your um, dad? And if you want to give your mom or, any, or anyone else, please do so now, because I got the book out. Sure. Uh, my father's name, well, I'll give you the anglicized version. His yeah. name was Dominic. Dominic, okay. And my mother's name was Yolanda. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. I put your whole family in. So great story. And I love that. And and Giovanna, listen to this, because it's similar to even Carrie's um, story. Carrie uh, sent an email in at take at take two at EWTN.com. And Carrie said, I want to recognize my grandmother for introducing me to the Catholic faith. She taught me reverence at church, the love she had for the rosary, and her favorite prayer was Hail Holy Queen. I know she is smiling in heaven when she sees that I've dedicated my life to teaching at our local Catholic school in Odell, um, Illinois, for the last 15 years. Similar, Giovanna, you see, that's why it's important for parents to to take to really live the faith because they're imparting it to their children and and god willing their children are taking it um into the world that's the legacy that's what you you're sharing giovanna that's what carrie's sharing and the others as well god bless you it sounds like it's uh, you've you've um are living just an incredible journey in faith and i i think it's wonderful thank you for calling today i'm gonna try to squeeze in really oh i don't think i'm gonna be able to uh elizabeth i'm sorry i couldn't hear your story you can always call back i tried to squeeze you in because i saw you wanted to honor your father as well but i put him in the book thank you thank you thank you to the take two family i'm not going to get to anyone else today but you can always email us take two at ewtn.com thank you uh, matt and michael and ace you guys did a great job um take two family you guys are amazing jerry will be back tomorrow when we have another show live just for you So until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. 